0: Oh boy. Lot to unpack here. Lot to unpack. Oh, hell yeah. I am here for this. Wait. Why do they have tails if they're in human form? I don't care. I ship it. I don't care. I ship it. I ship it. I don't care. I ship it. Hello, and welcome back to the I Ship It podcast. My geek girls, geek boys, and my geeks beyond the binary. This is the I Ship it podcast. I'm your host, Emily J. Here we're going to talk about fan fiction, fandom and all the stuff you're pretending you're not reading on your phone on your commute to work. And I see you reading it. I see you like looking down at your phone and looking like you're not, you know, reading some smut about your favorite fictional characters. That's not a text from your sweetheart. That's not an email that's making you happy. That's fanfic. And you know what? I'm I'm okay with it and I think you should be okay with it too. So you read on. Hope everybody had a good week. I have had a weird week. I've been kept down by the man all week, so this is a little bit of a salty episode. I uh, I warned my producer slash husband that I was a little salty this week. Um, I'm just being uh, just being kept down, <laughs> kept down by the man at work, and then I go out and I try to have like a good time, and uh, I get kept down by the man again. I'm going to tell you guys a little story about what happened to me because I can't stop thinking about it. and It's making me really mad. Um, Friday night, I went – I'm jumping right into this. I hope you all don't mind. I'm jumping right in. Uh, Friday night, I went to see a performance at a high school uh, – it was a like a drama club summer program thing. They did a musical, and it was adorable. It was wonderful. It was a little murder mystery, show within a show kind of deal. It was just a, just a total delight. Absolutely wonderful. And um, actually, our co host, Chelsea, it was her little sister's show. So we went and we had a delightful time. Fantastic. So I was in a great mood and I went to go home and I got, it was like a three bus deal that I was going to have to take, which is fine. It was very far away and I don't have a car. So three buses between, bus, I get off bus number one, no issues, start walking toward the stop, toward bus number two. And my phone tells me I'm going to have to wait about 20 minutes. And I was like, eh. Not the worst thing in the world. I just listen to a podcast, or I'll read, or whatever. No big deal. And so, about a block and a half into my walk to the other bus stop, I hear uh, somebody calling something from behind me, and I'm wearing my headphones, so I don't turn around um, because it's it's 10:45, 11 o'clock at night downtown, um, and I'm not an idiot, so I didn't turn around. Um, because I didn't really care what this person was saying. And I turned my music up. And everything was okay. Kept walking, kept walking. There's a pause and whatever I was listening to. And I can hear what this scumbag is saying. And it's just like, the worst. Just like the worst. Like, why aren't you paying attention to me? Aren't you cold? I could keep you warm. You could warm me up. Um, just like all this shit. And and now following too close for comfort officially, like just just too close. And I get to the bus stop, and it's like, you have 18 minutes now to wait. And this guy knows I'm waiting now. And he's like, oh, are you getting on the 12? I'm getting on the 12. That's great. We could sit together. What do you do for a living? Where do you live? I was like, what? what? Okay, my headphones are on. I am staring so hard at my phone. I have not made eye contact with you. I have not indicated that any part of this is what I was after when I decided to go home tonight what social cue are you picking up on that this is okay, that I'm, like, here for this? I'm fucking not. So I didn't say anything. And now this is, like, three blocks of not saying anything. And now he's starting to get mad. And he is still too, way too close. And I kind of flinched when he moved closer to me. And he was like, oh, what, are you afraid of me? You afraid I'm going to hurt you or something? I'm just trying to make conversation, you fucking bitch. And I was like, yep, that's enough of that. So I just, I called a lift and I spent $30 I didn't want to spend to get home safely. And it's fine. My lift driver was named Erin. She was super sweet. She was very nice. And we we joked and laughed the whole way. Thank you, Erin, for being less than a minute away from me and saving me from a really awful experience. Um, but I'm just going to put this out there. All right. I have read a lot of fan fiction and real fiction, but you know what? I'm going to stay within my aesthetic right now. I have read a lot of fan fiction and literally never in 20 years of reading fan fiction where everybody manipulates love stories to be the perfect thing that they've always wanted. Not fucking once has ever any love story ever started with a woman who was just trying to mind her own business and get home safely and a guy who didn't give a fuck about her right to feel safe and felt that his need to say whatever the fuck he wanted to say was way more important than all of the cues she was giving him to please back off. Do you know what happens to, go, to guys who do that in fan fiction? They usually get their ass kicked by Buffy Summers or Steve Rogers or Bucky Barnes or whatever. They're never the good guy, so stop doing it. Fucking stop it. If you know somebody who does that, you tell them to stop because I'm sick of it. I'm so fucking sick of it. You know, and I'm sure I'm going to anger a bunch of people and be like, hey, not all men are like. I know. I know not all men are like this. Steve Rogers would never do this to me. Steve Rogers would rather die than solic- than solicit and yell things at a woman on the street if she was not feeling safe. I mean, yes, OK, other men like the wonderful one I'm married to would also never do that and gets really mad when it happens. But I spend a lot of time by myself because I'm an independent person and I don't feel like I should have to have a bodyguard with me just to fucking get home safe on a Friday night. So no harm came to me except that I'm really angry about it still because I spent 30 bucks that I didn't want to spend because I'm cheap and it's unnecessary. It's just unnecessary. If he had read the goddamn cues, it wouldn't have happened. So I'm going to lead right into a wonderful little thing that I heard about on the internet and it is called the Rogers rule of conduct and it's not just steve but the 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 idea is that there are two rogers from which off of which whose behavior off of which you should base your own and that is steve rogers and that is fred rogers of mr rogers neighborhood so the idea is when faced with a choice if you think to yourself would steve or fred do this if the answer is yes go for it if the answer is no don't do it those two Between the two of them, they made some excellent choices and they've provided an excellent body of work off of which to base your own behavior. So men, women, children, non-binary folks listening, whoever needs to know that. That's how I'm living my life these days. If Steve or Fred would disapprove, I won't do it. And I suggest we all do the same because I'm really tired of emergency lifts. All right. It's my salt for the day. Super pissed about it also, I'm mad. Well, not mad. I'm grouchy. Because I tried something new this week. and I didn't like it. And I knew it was going to happen. And it was bound to happen. And I can't just spend week after week gushing with hard eyes about Bucky Barnes and Steve Rogers and whatever, Darcy Lewis and Harry Potter. Eventually, I'm going to have to break into things that I don't like or that I'm new to. And this was the first week that's happened. So it's left me a little a little craggy. Um, So yeah, so that's also part of the reason. Like I said, I got a lot of nonsense happening in my life right now. And I'm sure it's coming out in this podcast. So apologize, this might not be the most fun one. But if you're sticking with me, Here's what I did this week. So I didn't have a guest in the Citadel smut by myself. And I was like, well, we've done my two faves already. Maybe I should have held off and like not gone so ham into Avengers and so ham into Harry Potter. But but that's what I love. And that's what we're doing. So whatever. Um, So I was like, I got to I got to do something else. I got to be a grown up. I got to break into something else. So I was like, well, what do I like right now? And honestly, there's a lot of stuff that I like right now. One of which is this new series on Hulu, if you've heard of it, called Castle Rock. And it is really good. I love Castle Rock. And I'm not a huge, like, I don't, apparently, now Jerry's a big Stephen King fan, or he read a whole bunch when he was a teenager. And he said there's, like, so many Stephen King Easter eggs in Castle Rock in every episode, and I don't really, I'm not picking up on all of them because I didn't read a lot of Stephen King. But it is cool because a lot of the actors who've been in other Stephen King movies are in this, like Bill Skarsgård and Sissy Spacek and a bunch of others. Um, And it's just like a, it's like the ultimate, I think I I'm looking at it as like the ultimate Stephen King fanfic, where you just take all like different parts from so many of his works and so much of his universe and it's all just put together on this in this show and it's really good it's very dark it's very mysterious I have no idea where it's going and I I'm on the edge of my seat every episode it's really really good so I was like you know maybe I don't know maybe there's some Castle Rock fanfic out there who knows So I went looking and it's only the series is only four episodes old. So maybe I should have slowed my roll a little bit. Maybe I should have given the Internet time to to fester and to, you know, build something up. But I didn't. And I decided that I was going to, you know, jump into this and I didn't like it. (laughs) I don't I mean, I I can't really remember the last time that I went looking for fanfic and was like so not into what I found. And it's not that there's I mean, there's there's a a small amount. So maybe maybe I'll come back to it later at a different date. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm a huge I'm a huge horror and mystery kind of gal. I love all things paranormal and Ghosty and monstery, um, and uh, you know, the Stephen King universe, like I said, is one that I've always been fascinated by. I've just never, I never got into his actual writing, which probably makes me a bad reader. But whatever. Um, but so I, I started reading this one fic, and I did. I finished what was there. It's twenty-three chapters so far. It's pretty short read. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty quick read. They're short chapters. And it wasn't and this I I wanna preface this. It was not the fic's fault. I started reading it and I liked the concept. I like the setup. I like if I think it's one of those things that if I saw it as um as a film, maybe, I would be super into it. But it's a crossover fic. Um, and I haven't really talked much about crossovers yet here. So we'll add that to the fan fictionary. Crossovers are pretty easy to understand, it barely merits a definition. But uh But so a crossover is just when you take two different universes and you you mix them together. A big one that is uh, very popular is like Doctor Who and Supernatural or Doctor Who and Sherlock, also very popular. For some reason, those three, there's like the Super Who lock is what people like to call that, where they mash all three together in one big crossover. And it's just madness. I haven't read any of that, but I intend to. Um but so anyway so this was a crossover and it was within the Stephen King universe because that's what Castle Rock is. Um and it was a crossover between It and Castle Rock. Now It was one of my favorite horror movies um of the last couple years. And the it's you know it's like a, a remake of the 1990 version which was a TV miniseries, correct me if I'm wrong. But with Tim Curry and um, I remember watching that when I was a kid and being absolutely terrified of it to the point that my mom like punished me for watching it because I was giving myself nightmares Um, and it was keeping her up at night because I've always loved to scare the shit out of myself and then never been able to handle it. So that's actually not changed at all in the last 30 years. Um. And so yeah, so I'll like beg to go, you know, for us to go see a horror movie and then not be able to sleep for two and a half weeks. And it's it's super fun. And I can't seem to stop doing that. And I probably won't stop anytime soon. So hope you're not holding your breath for that there, husband and friends who go to see horror movies with me. But so I loved it when I was a kid. I loved it when it this is weird. I loved capital I it when it came out in 2017. I thought it was a Amazing remake! Those kids were so good. They were like classic '80s movie kids. I was super impressed. And um, and Bill Skarsgård was terrifying as Pennywise. And the graphics were great. I mean, everything was great. It was really, really solid horror movie. Um, but so this this fic is a it's a it's an It slash Castle Rock crossover. Due to the fact, according to the author notes, that uh, Bill Skarsgård is in both and he plays a very mysterious character on Castle Rock that we don't know a lot about yet. So um, the, the idea behind this fic, and it's called Welcome Back Bobby, and it's by, oh, I just looked at it. Damn it. It is by RT Vampire Killjoy. <laughs> Officially reading author names on AO3 might be my favorite part of this, this podcast. But it's, uh, it takes place right after the events of It. And it's about this character named Robert Gray. And apparently during in the Stephen King universe, Pennywise the clown can take human form and introduces himself as Robert Gray a lot. Um, or not a, maybe not a lot, but that's like the name that he uses, or the name Robert Gray comes up in a lot of uh, Stephen King works. I'm not really sure. Again, it's not my verse, so I'm I'm really new here, and I don't quite know everything that's going on. So, uh, so this it's told through the point of view of this guy Bobby Gray, and it's right after all the things that happened, um, in it occurred. And so there's, like, the moments with the Losers Club, which were great. And um, Robert has this friend named Linda that helps him out. And this whole time, you're kind of wondering, like, what's the deal? He keeps having these flashbacks to things that he shouldn't remember. He has blackouts where he's, like, missing for years at a time and just shows up. And everybody acts like it's no big deal. And there's a lot of, like, head tripping going on with this fic. Um, But there were some, and I was, it was... I got a little lost a little bit of the time, but there were some moments that were super cinematic and I was like, damn, this is good. If I could watch this, I'd be all over it, like white on rice. And i, I it's only half done right now, or it feels about half done. Um, so I did bookmark it and I'm going back because I, I got to know, but um, it seems to be tying the events of it with. Pennywise and Bill Skarsgård's acting and character there into what is going on in Castle Rock, and we don't know what's going on in Castle Rock yet. So it's pretty ambitious of this author to, um, to start that. And I think that they have probably a really good idea of where they're going. It seems like they've been building right along with what's aired so far on Castle Rock, and I'm I'm curious, <sighs> but I didn't. I wasn't super excited about like the fandom itself. I guess I don't know what I was hoping for. I don't really know. I mean, maybe it's my fault. I don't know. I mean, it is my fault. I don't. Wait, I talked about this before. You don't like somebody's, you know, uh, somebody's fan fiction. That has nothing to do with them. That's entirely you. So this is all me. So don't, don't let my salt and my malaise this week <laughs> color your interest in Stephen King fan fiction and Castle Rock, please watch that show because it's real good. Um, And check out this fic because I'll, I'll wreck it, of course, again. Um, But I, I was like, eh, this is, I mean, it's good. I like it. I, I'm interested in the story, but maybe it's the fandom itself that's just not, it's not really doing it for me. Maybe. And then and then I was like, maybe I just need to read something else in this fandom. And my friends, that was, uh, that was what we call a mistake here in the Citadel of Smut. Because do you know what people like to write about in the it fandom? Do you know? Okay, I'm going to tell you. Maybe you guessed. Maybe you saw my Instagram post last night. The people who write it fanfiction, not the one I'm reading. But the ones I fucking scrolled through, they write about a lot of monster sex and fucking Pennywise. That's what they write about. The the monstrous clown with the rows and rows of super sharp teeth who eats children and lives in the sewer. Everybody apparently wants to be fucked by Pennywise the Clown. There was so much monster sex. And I was even trying to pick ones. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to read the tags. Don't like, don't read, Emily. I don't like this, guys. I don't like it at all. I don't want anything to do with it. To be perfectly honest, I'm trying super hard not to kink shame anybody. But God damn, y'all need Jesus. (sighs) I was like, what the fuck? People are like getting off on his creepy fingers and his clown paint. (laughs) I mean, he's the embodiment of all things that are terrifying. And y'all are like, yeah, give me some of that. Guys, I know it's dark, but like there's so many... Better things to write about wanting to be fucked by. It's it was just super. It was super disheartening. Um, to be honest, and I was just, it was just like fic after fic. I was starting to read it. I'm like, okay, maybe nope, nope, nope. Here we are. Yep. All right. X out of that one. No good. I think I tried five or six, and I was like, but this is like general. This is like general friendship between the losers club. Why? And it's just, that's just what, the internet is thirsty for that clown, I guess. And I was not expecting that, and I didn't like it, even a little bit, which, to be fair and kind of an asshole, is a relief to me, because you all witnessed how into all of a sudden. I was with, you know, past Tom Riddle slash Ginny Weasley in a time travel universe AU when that idea was broached a couple weeks ago. So I was like, I was reading with like a half, you know, wincing eye, like half closed, like, oh God, please don't let this awaken anything inside of me. I don't want to, I don't want to be into clown sex. I don't want to be into it. Um, And I wasn't. So, whew. Whew, we're all breathing a sigh of relief here, and uh, yeah, Jer, you did, you buddy, you dodged a swift bullet there, cause um, you know <laughs> could have gone. It really could have gone either way, I suppose. And I think that maybe being traumatized by the original Tim Curry version of Pennywise the Clown at such a young age, hopefully, broke something, in, or you know. Solidified something in my brain that I would never find uh, a monster who eats children and lives in the sewer to be arousing in any way. But I'm trying real hard, guys. I'm trying not to kink shame. I'm trying not to be, you know, a wet blanket on your monster sex orgy. Obviously, we're not hurting anybody. <laughs> we're not hurting ourselves writing about this. It was just truly shocking the amount of content. And it wasn't like, you know, you get into some fandoms and you're like, what the fuck is this pairing? And there's like 75 works and 74 of them are written by the same person. It wasn't like that with uh with Pennywise. No, there was a lot of people. There was a lot of different people writing about clown sex. And uh, <sighs> that was... Jarring, to put it kindly, and uh, an eye-opening, and not something I'm going to go looking for ever again, unless somebody somebody brings it to me as a guest. In which case, I will be respectful and try my best to be open-minded. Um, like I said, there's nothing wrong if you want to be fucked by Pennywise the clown and you want to write about it, go for it. Just, I can't, I can't read it and I don't want to ever again. It was so scary. (laughs) It was so scary. I'm pretty vanilla, I guess. You know what? There's my, there's my, there's my confession. Um, I'm pretty vanilla and, uh, and yeah, this was, oof. this was a wild ride of a week. (laughs) Let me tell you. But the fic that I enjoyed was uh, was Welcome Back, Bobby, by RTG, RTV, or RT Vampire Killjoy. Um, I suggest you bookmark it. You read the twenty three chapters that are there now. Like I said, it was uh, there were some super cinematic moments, and I'm I'm intrigued to see how it's woven into what we get in Castle Rock. I recommend watching Castle Rock first. Obviously, it's on Hulu first four episodes. I think it airs on Wednesday nights. And and it's really great. So, so check that out if you like horror, if you like mystery, if you like Stephen King. Or if you just like really good television. There's a lot of there's a lot of really good television happening right now. My other choice if I couldn't find anything on Castle Rock was going to be Sharp Objects, which is on HBO and it's starring Amy Adams. Patricia Heaton's in it as well, and a bunch of other um, really great actors. But uh, and also speaking of the girl who plays Beverly Marsh in it, she plays a young Amy Adams, and they look identical. So that's an excellent casting choice. Um, but Sharp Objects is great. It's gritty. Is Dark as fuck every time I watch it I was like oh I don't feel so good after that and it's one of those shows it's like living inside of my skin right now I can't stop thinking about it and I can't keep trying to find people who've watched it and they're like oh yeah I haven't started watching yet and I almost don't want to be like oh you need to because it's like it's not you're not gonna feel good when you're done with it one of my employees actually, he was like, "Emily, have you started watching Sharp Objects yet?" And I told him I had, and he goes, "I uh, I binged watched all four or five that are available right now uh, last night." And I was like, "How how was that?" He goes, "I don't I don't feel so great." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't expect you to. It's not it's not a feel good. It's a it's based on a Gillian Flynn novel. Um, so the dark and twisty female characters are right up right along with everything else that she's done." Uh, Amy Adams is playing an alcoholic with a very dark past and uh, she's kicking ass and taking names. It's so good. Um, but she actually said like she could it's a limited series. There's not going to be a season two. And was like, I couldn't I couldn't imagine living inside of that character for longer than I had to. Um, she loved it. She loved the work. But she was like, it's just it took so much of a physical and mental and psychological toll that she just couldn't do it. And I don't blame that at all because if you watch it, it is, like I said, there's a lot that's hard, really hard to watch, but it's it's really, really, really well done. But I went looking to see, you know, once I decided that that Pennywise porn wasn't really what I was feeling this week, I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe somebody is writing about sharp objects and they're not. Um, And that's, you know what, the more I thought about it, I was like, maybe that's a good thing. You know, it's a dark, dark world and there's not a lot (laughs) there's like not a lot to hope for with this I don't know how to how to say that without making it sound like it's like you're just you know it's waste of time it's it's an amazing it's a murder mystery and it's amazing and I'm so curious I have no idea what's going to happen again these two shows are not uh telegraphing you know anything they're not giving anything away and it's, it's wonderful to watch because they're trusting their audience to be smart, which is something that a lot of movies and TV shows don't do anymore. But I can't – I as I was, you know, thinking about it and watching it, and I was like, I don't know that I would want to read fic about this. I think I want to enjoy this just as it is to the point that I haven't even gone. I thought about going to the library and getting the book out just to see – just to know faster how it ends. But they're pacing it so well and they're doing – such a good job that I don't even want to ruin the surprise by reading the book so maybe I'll read the book when the whole thing's done and it, it won't you know ruin anything for me but right now I'm enjoying the mystery so it was okay that I couldn't find fic about that because it's it is what it is and it's it's perfect the way that it is so um doesn't mean I'm gonna stop checking in because I'm kind of shipping Camille and this other character a little bit not I'm not super invested but you know I could do a little bit, um, but yeah. So that's uh, that's what I'm watching this summer, and uh, that's what I'm not reading this summer. <laughs> Sharp objects fan fiction that doesn't exist, and Pennywise porn that exists too much. Not reading either. So if those are your things, though, if you're listening to this, being like, God, she is such a judgmental bitch. I love me some Pennywise porn, dude. There is so much on the internet. You're welcome. If this you didn't know this was something you might be into, you're welcome, because there's a lot to choose from, and I wish you and your clown kinks the very, very best. <sighs> That's all I have for you guys this week. <laughs> Just a big old bucket of salt. I'm sorry it wasn't as uh, as full of the hard eyes and, and candy cane as last time or the time before, but, you know, it is what it is. Can't love everything. Can't. Can't have the bestest times every single week. Um, but if you want more of this, you can like and review on iTunes. Reviews especially are super helpful. They help us get noticed. They um, they get us bumped up on recommendations. And they just kind of make us look more legit. So if you'd like to help us out, uh, a review is absolutely the best thing that you could do to help us. It is 100% free. <laughs> It is, uh, it is fat and calorie-free, so don't worry about that if you're trying to watch a figure. And it's, it's the best thing you could do for us. Other ways to support us include following us on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook at iShipItPod. We also have an affiliate link, a coffee setup, and a PayPal if you'd like to send some jingle our way and help me get out from under the thumb of the man and read fanfic full-time by quitting my job. If all of that sounds like fun to you, then I look forward to hearing from you this week, and I will be back again next week, hopefully with some fandoms that uh, that hit a little closer to home and make me a little bit happier, less horrified. We'll see what happens. But thanks for listening, guys. You stay geeky and have a wonderful week. Mwah.